This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo Community Podcast. From the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch, this is episode 270 of the Shattered Soulstone. Gaming is in a good place. Is going to be in a good place. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get your free audiobook download. Bit.ly/SoulstoneBooks2020. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, MP3 player, or your real man's phone. Today is July 28th, 2020. And I am, as always, Shazam. Um, I'll get into my car at first. That's probably the third episode in a row. Uh, hopefully there's not too many more of these. Hopefully I can split them off into something else other than a Diablo podcast. But, um, I think last episode I mentioned that I got a hold of a third-party Tesla repair place to fix my radio. And their price was like sixteen hundred bucks, sixteen hundred fifty, whatever price it was. I thought that was too high for them to repair it, considering I know what needs to be done. Um, and I seen another place that was able to that was going to do it for five hundred fifty bucks. So emailed emailed them. Maybe the end of last week? I can't remember. And they said that they only do it to local cars, blah, blah, blah. You know, they, they sent me a sign of BS. And they basically told me to go to Tesla because they lowered the price of the radios. So, I emailed Tesla on Sunday and then um, I think Monday Monday I went to work and I went to work about you know seven o'clock in the morning like an hour before we open and last Friday you know my parts department 
since I'm not a um, since I'm not a gifted individual at work and I'm not you know highly praised by the parts department instead of leaving a message at a Tesla dealer they just decided to blow up a Tesla dealership's phone and call 20 times and God forbid you leave a message you know for them to call you back so on Monday of so on Monday I um 7 o'clock in the morning I um I called them same dealership I left a message with my phone number because that's what normal people do you know when you have a brain at a dealership and um, they called me back at about 9.30 and they told me the news that my radio would be $1,900 and I wouldn't be able to get it for two months so I said you know bit the bullet and I said go ahead and order it I'll figure out how to pay for it in two months <laughs> you know and um, I left it at that and then I got to thinking you know about an hour later I'm thinking about it and stuff I'm like well we send our you know Chrysler they send our radios out to get repaired at a you know a third party place I guess that's contracted through Chrysler how about we call them and see if they can fix my radio you know because it would only be a couple hundred bucks at that point and my um, the parts manager called them up and they needed the part number off the radio so I wasn't going to rip my car apart to get a part number I did the next best thing I called that Tesla dealership back and I left another message tell them this BS that the that an aftermarket warranty company needed the part number for the radio and um, you know if they could get back to me so like you know an hour later they called me back and the guy um, the guy was like, yeah, I know I told you 1900 bucks before and it was going to be two months. Um, he was like, we got, we can get you a reman one, remanufactured one, um, for 950 bucks. And it could be here by the end of the week. So at that point it's, you know, half the price, I said, yeah, I want that one, and it's the end of the week, so yeah, I definitely want that one, because um, at this point I've been going how many weeks now without a radio, and um, yeah, so it gives me a part number. So the parts manager calls up the um, the radio people, and the radio people give me the bad news that they can't diagnose the radio 
because they don't have the connectors or something in the back of the radio. Okay, whatever. 950 bucks. I'll just put it through the dealership and I'll worry about paying for it next month. Um, you know, because not this, not this Friday's paycheck, but next week, the next Friday's paycheck, I shouldn't have a problem paying that, um, paying that bill. Um, but yeah, this is where we stand right now. Um, and then I asked the test, I asked the dude at the Tesla dealership, you know, the parts department. I was like, I'm more than capable of putting this radio in. Um, is, there, is there anything you guys have to do that I can't, you know, that I can't do being a Chrysler technician? And the guy in the parts department was like, I don't know, I work in parts. Well, you work at the same, same dealership that you put the parts in at. How hard is it to, like, like the parts department picks, picks stuff up. You know, let's say that I keep coming in for a cylinder head for a car. They're going to be like, oh, these engines need cylinder heads. Huh, so if somebody calls up and says, hey, they have this problem, and I see one technician doing ten cylinder heads on this car for the same exact problem, I'm going to bet you it's going to be a cylinder head that's going to fix it. You know what I mean? It's it's like common sense. In the first phone call that you that you you, you answer and you tell somebody 1900 bucks and then an hour later now it's half the price. You know, if if you were there more than a week, you would know that hey, 1900 bucks for a new one, 950 bucks for a reman one. You know, which one do you want? It's just it's just stupid stuff like that that it's just like is is the parts department and are the parts department people there idiots or or what? And the other thing is and I've noticed this week, which the first time after I charged first time I charged my car after the radio died, it charged a full it, it, well eighty percent. I had like 180 miles till you know the battery was dead. Yesterday, you know that was what two weeks ago. Yesterday, I was at like 19 miles till the car was dead, and they made move. They made me move my car out back to get a you know to get a brand new car out. So I'm like, oh, I'll just throw it on a charger. You know I'm here till like six, seven o'clock tonight, so. You know, four or five hours of charge. That should get me plenty, you know. I go out there and it charged 20 miles. So I had 40 miles till I was dead. And then I was like, well, I don't know what happened here. But I'm just going to bring it to work tomorrow and I'm going to charge it all day. So I took it to work today, plugged it into the charger at 7 o'clock this morning. I left at 5 o'clock this afternoon. I got a whopping 40 miles out of, 
out of it today. So I was up to 80 miles before um, when I left work today. So it's like, it's charging at like a, you know, a 110 outlet charging right now at a, at a 220 plug at work. So at this point I'm like, if I put this radio in and it ain't plug and play, there's no way in hell I'm making it to the Tesla dealership and back. No way. And um, I'm gonna make I'm, I'm gonna make them cut, drive to our dealership and and get the radio to work because I paid a thousand dollars for this freaking part that I shouldn't pay for because sorry to say this I'm gonna be getting that money back by the end of the year. Mark my words on that one because. You know, when the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, um, you know, when they um, they start investigating a company, nine chances out of ten, they're not going to favor in the company's favor. And um, when, you know, all these radios are dying in people's cars, and their cars are dead, and their AC, you know, their AC their defrosters don't work and their turn signals don't work and stuff like that that is a safety hazard um you know I don't, I don't know if I said this last week but if something happens in your car let's say you know let's say the communication system goes down and um you know Let's say the communication system goes down in your car. It is federally mandated that your defroster comes on and your wipers come on, no matter what. Just in case it's the middle of winter or it's raining outside and so your, so your windshield doesn't fog over and so your wiper blades don't, you know, quit working. Now, there's always these strange cases where the defroster doesn't work because let's say that your HVAC system breaks or something like that. But like whenever communication systems go down, and sorry to say this, that radio is the main communication system in that car. Um, and Tesla made from 2012 till 2017 or tw February 2018 they made a lot of faulty cars because every one of them are faulty cars up until February 2018 um, in this case you guys are buying a Tesla and they don't have an extended warranty or a recall on the radios when you're looking at buying one buy one after February 2018 gonna run into the same problem I ran into other than that I, I love the car it's it's a great car um, I have a single problem driving it to my parents house and back on a single charge I drove to work a day um, the radio's good when it worked ACs is blown good you know like every, everything everything on that car is awesome until that radio dies and then and then you just want to split your skull um, 
But yeah, that's been, um... That's been my woes in a, in a nutshell this past week. Never thought I'd go back a year in a car and then immediately have a couple thousand dollars um, bill to pay before um, my first car payment. Oh well, it'll get fixed and I'll have this car hopefully till I die. Or I just don't know whether I should keep the name Christine or change it to something else. I'm still debating on that one. I should probably still keep a Christine though. Good color car. And um, right now it's evil. Um, other than that, um, stuff I heard this week, rumors and stuff like that about the PlayStation 5, uh, that they're not going to be able, like the people that are making games for it are not going to completely harness the, um, like the graphical engine or, you know, whatever they want to call it in this PlayStation 5 for at least another year. Um, because I guess it runs on RDNA 3.0 and, um, for PCs, RDNA 2.0 comes out this year. Our DNA 3.0 comes out next year. So the mainstream isn't going to be making video games. Well, I guess, I guess they're still going to be making video games for it, but they're not going to be able to, you know, harness the full capability of it for, for a little while yet. Um, that's the rumors I've been hearing. Um, but yeah. Wild Classic News, the, um, I guess on, as of today, the patch came out for On Garage. So if you guys missed the opening of the gates of On Garage, the first time it happened, <laughs> it's going to be happening soon again. And um, yeah, I want to be I want to be there to the witness at this time. But I was in college last time, so I, I, I missed it. Um, you know, the first time it happened, so I gotta witness the redo of it. Xbox showcase happened this week. Um, I don't know if you guys are in the Halo. I'm not really in the Halo. Um, they released the Halo Infinite, you know, trailer and stuff like that. And it is what it is, you know. Whatever. It doesn't it doesn't look next gen? I'll tell you that. Like that was like the big letdown of. Um, of the showcases, like it seems like the graphics could be way better, and they, I don't know, they made it Halo-y, I guess, I don't know, it's not, 
I would expect higher graphic fidelity out of that than, than what I've seen. Um, I guess Ori in a Blind Forest or something like that, whatever the, whatever the newest Ori game is. It's gonna be on the it's gonna be on the Xbox. The one coming out soon. Um, I think it's gonna be running at 4K, 120 frames a second. It's gonna be the only game running at that. That's, that should look like a pretty um, a pretty phenomenal game um, with the frame rate and the um, resolution. That's that's pretty good. Pretty good out of out of a console, and then they showed a trailer for the new Forza game. Um, when I hope I might I might just I might just I might just play that on Game Pass at this point. You know, Xbox if it's a first party game at this point. Why even buy it anymore? Just pay 15 bucks a month or whatever for Game Pass. Get Xbox Live for free and and um, play whatever first-party titles you want to play for free. You know what I mean? Not free, but at a steep, steeply discounted price. Doesn't seem like a good business model to me, but Microsoft is making money on it. To each their own, I guess. I am looking forward to next month and um, the new Flight Simulator game that's coming out on the 18th or the 16th, I can't remember, uh, of August. When that comes out and when the new graphics cards come out, I, I, I want to watch that in 4K. That's going to look so... That's going to have to look so freaking amazing. Um, but yeah, that that's coming out next month, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I've, I haven't played a single flight simulator game in my life. But this will be the first one, because it's on Game Pass, and guess what? Might as well play it. The only other game that I've seen on the... Um, Xbox showcase that I um, I anticipated and I wanted to see it so bad and they um, they, they basically knocked it out of the park at this point the reboot in the Fable franchise so hopefully cross fingers it's like the old the old Fable games, where you can fart on people, and when you get certain certain amount of evil, you can flip them off, and you know do all kinds of other stuff. That's that was a pretty neat game, and it was kind of game breaking whenever it came out. You know, back in the day, if you did good things. And you kept doing good things. You eventually got a halo over your head. And if you did bad things and stuff like that, first your around your eyes started turning black and stuff like that. And then 
like little horns started, you know, sprouting out of your out of your forehead. And the more evil you got, the longer the horns got. You know, and the different kind of emotes you could do with whether you're you're good or you're evil and stuff like that. That was that was quite revolutionary for like 2005, 2006, whenever that game first came out. And um, that was it was a pretty fun series. Um, the first game I was in college when that game came out. I remember buying it on Tuesday when it came out. Wednesday was my day off. And I beat it before I went to work on Thursday. I was so, so bummed out that that game was only that long. And I paid 60 bucks for it. <laughs> and, um... But I, you know, to this day, I, I still, I still hold that, you know, I still hold that up there pretty high, you know. And then later on, they came out Fable two and three. I guess Fable three didn't do nearly as good as the first two Fable games. And they have Fable pub games, which, you know, all kinds of stupid. Um, you know, parlor games and stuff like that. Uh, you know, as an Xbox arcade game instead of a regular, you know, Fable inside the game. I think I unlocked certain stuff inside the game, if I remember correctly. But, um, yeah, that's... It's the only other... All my other franchises that I like are all still alive and kicking. You know, we got Diablo, we got, you know, a little bit of World of Warcraft. We obviously got Fantasy Star. Oh, forgot to mention this. Um, on the Fantasy Star front, guess Microsoft is just dumping money into this game, man. Shoo! They are taking Fantasy Star Online 2 and they are putting it on a new engine. Literally taking game, putting it on a new engine, starting over, and it's called like Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis. Your characters all start at level 1 again. You know, and you could have like all your equipment from, you know, from the other Fantasy Star Online 2 game. But I, I don't, I don't know the whole deal of it. For your your emotes and stuff carry over, and your obviously your microtransaction money carries over and stuff like that. But, like, everything else stays in one game, and everything else stays in, you know, basically two separate games. And I guess that's coming out next year, and it's going to be, you know, revolutionary, whatever. It's, you know, highest graphics capable, stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. And, um... 
Yeah, Sega can do it with a with a eight year old game. Where are you at, Blizzard, on a twenty year old game? You know, we're waiting for a Diablo two remaster. <laughs> Sega did a Fantasy Star Online two remaster, and it's only eight years old. Uh, yeah, that's that's the only other thing that's it seems to be more open world like Fantasy Star Universe. Um, Fantasy Star Universe was more of an open world game than Fantasy Star Online Two. Fantasy Star Online 2, you basically stay on the same ship. You go to the thing, say, hey, I want to go do a quest here. And you go do a map, basically a dungeon in Diablo-wise. And you beat it. And, you know, most of the areas have bosses at the end, and you kill the boss, and, you know, everybody's happy. But yeah, basically, but that's, yeah... That's what we all have looked forward to. Hopefully they don't, um... You know, postpone Cyberpunk 2077 anymore. Everybody's waiting for that game to come out. I might even pick that game up. That game looks... Um, pretty good. Yep. Everybody else is playing it. I might as well play it too. Um... Yeah, you can do all kinds of stuff in that game. Um, other than that, that's about it. There's not really anything else going on. There's no really no news in Diablo. Obviously, the Encourage news and um, Wild Classic. They keep telling you in the Blizzard launcher that you're um you've been able to pick up this mount from I guess the last raid in in um Battle for Azeroth. It's coming to an end soon. So you better get on it. And he keeps saying that this Shadowland is coming twenty twenty, it doesn't tell you when in 2020, just 2020. That seems like a pretty hyped up, um, pretty hyped up expansion. Hopefully it's not like other hyped up expansions that turn out to be duds. Hopefully Blizzard's on the right track with this one. But yeah, other than that, it's basically about it. I, I really haven't played very much video games. Got my Hunter and WoW 2. Uh, he's like 50-something now, 52. He's in the Searing Gorge now. And I I started leveling up my Shaman over the weekend. She, start, she, was, out, she was level 11. I got her to 22 and I got her mount. You know, I got her amount and stuff like that. 
so I did some leveling on that, on that game. I just I don't know. I don't know what my deal is over the last couple weeks. I really haven't been felt like playing any video games at all, let alone you know certain ones. Just haven't felt like doing anything. Just been researching Teslas and figuring out how to do stuff, you know, like repair-wise on them, stuff like that, you know, just trying to, trying to further my knowledge of, of my profession, you know, outside of just Chrysler. The things are going the way they're going, and Apple's going to release a car next year or something. I think um, I think the big three are well. I think the big three in America are are, are troubled, and Toyota is um, is going to be hurting, you know. But I don't know what the deal is with you know all the other manufacturers and stuff like that. They just think they need to get their head out of the rear, hire people that know what they're doing on electric car wise and start producing electric cars because whether we like it or not, that's the future and if you don't have any electric cars at, certain, at a certain point in time or if people are buying more electric cars than they are buying gas cars. All the gas car people are days are numbered. And it's 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 to to me it's it's basically hearkening back. And I I wasn't alive when this happened, but I I hear I hear I hear rumors. You know, it seems it seems like it's it's the 1970s again. And we're going to have an oil crisis, and we all, we, need, we all need to get more fuel-efficient cars. And the people that did that were the Japanese auto manufacturers, Toyota and Honda and stuff. But you fast forward to the 2020s and the 2030s, instead of it being like an oil crisis and blah blah blah, it's going to be these auto manufacturers that didn't invest in anything in electric and all these auto manufacturers that did invest in electric and the people that didn't are are going to be hurting and the other people like back in the 70s the Japanese people they were all fine and dandy but the new people are going to be Tesla and probably Rivian and um Maybe Apple. I don't know. I don't know what Apple's. We don't know what Apple's doing at this point. They don't. Um, they don't tell anybody anything with their with on their car front. But um, Rivian is supposed to release cars. I think by the end of this year, by the end of start next year or something like that. And they got two of them. They got a. a four motor truck and a um, an SUV, a four motor SUV.
I'm sure they're all going to be way expensive. But Ford, Ford and, and Amazon already bought into that company by $1.3 billion, so, and they're a private company, so, you know, they're going to be doing stuff with Ford at this point. They're obviously contracted for Amazon to do, you know, how many ever Amazon delivery vans or whatever they want. You know, stuff like that. But that's the news on that front. Um, other than that, yeah. If you want to go look at, listen for Diablo, um, yeah, Diablo Lore, go to bookagen.net. Those 15 to 20 minute episodes, usually roughly around once a month. Um, Sure, should be coming out with an episode sooner or later, uh, you know, in August. So look out for that one if you guys are all caught up. And I'm sure right after she posts it, I will let you guys know on the podcast. Other than that, my other media, I've been listening to stuff and watching stuff. Again, haven't really felt like playing video games. I rewatched The Mask a couple times. You know, I haven't watched that movie in I'm willing to bet you 20 some years. I got in the mood to watch it when I seen it on Hulu. And. I watched it, and it's still a pretty good movie, you know, obviously there's some corny parts, stuff like that, but it's still, still a pretty good movie. Still wish Jim Carrey would do a Fire Marshal Bill movie before he retired, but yeah, I haven't, haven't heard him talk about anything, let alone a, a character that he played in the early 90s. On a sit, you know, on a um, on a skit TV show that he, I'm sure he hasn't talked about probably, you know, 30 years or whatever, however long it's been since he played that that character last. But God, that was to me that was one of the funniest parts of In Living Color was was him playing Fire Marshal Bill. That was. Yeah. First time I've ever seen Jim Carrey and it was James Carrey back in and basically the Fox version of um Saturday Night Live. I think I also made Jennifer Lopez or whatever famous cuz she I think she was one of the one of the dancers on that show too. The other one, another thing is called, is basically a documentary, it's called Deadly Women. It's more of a show than a documentary, it just goes over, you know, this girl right here is kind of, kind of messed up in the head, 
and this is what she did, you know, she killed this person by how, you know, first episode, a lady had like, I don't know, like four kids, and her oldest kid, she basically just tortured, and the, the daughter, you know, the oldest daughter, she just kept staying at, you know, staying longer and longer at school after school every day. And then mom got mad. So, you know, whenever mom got mad after, um, you know, child welfare services were called. So mom um, took daughter out of school and homeschooled her. And then continue to torture her even more until, um, you know, until the, um, the daughter passed away. And then the mom and the, the, um, truck driver dad were both sentenced to, you know, obviously prison and stuff. That was the first episode, and then, I don't remember after that, I think... I went to sleep basically after that one, laying here, you know, last night, that's when I started watching it. There appears to be a lot of episodes because I went to bed at about, I don't know, 11 o'clock last night or something like that and it was still playing at 6 o'clock this morning when I woke up. <laughs> so, there's quite a lot of episodes of it, um, yeah. And the other one is Truth and Lies. I think it's I think it's a like an ABC series or something like that. Like one of them talks about um, Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. I didn't watch that one. And then one talks about like the Menendez brothers. I think there's like a whole bunch of them. And I watched the one about Jim Jones because I don't know why I just. I'm just fascinated by serial killers and cult people and oh that's the other thing there's there's a truth and lies like like cults and deadly um cults and some like strange beliefs or something like that there's a lot of there's a lot of crazy freaking religions and stuff out there and stuff like that there was which one which ones did they go over they went over um i think mormons because they like higher ups and stuff like that and, and the mormon church you know did what the christians did you know, what the preachers, you know, what the pastors and stuff did. I'm not getting into that. You guys know what it is. And, um, like the, there was like one that was like Muslim, but it wasn't like, like the main Muslim. It was like some weird, like Muslim thing like Muslim religion that this dude from like Chicago or something made 
and um, he went around and recruited all these young people into his, you know, a strange religion and basically, you know, brainwashed the, the parents and the kids and then the kids would like go to a different city as the parents and they'd have all these different, um, you know, restaurants and businesses and stuff opening and all these kids would be working at these religions, I mean at these restaurants and stuff and you know they'd be like 11 12 13 years old not getting paid and they're sitting there working all day long and like when they got mad at you like let's say you're working at a restaurant they would either not feed you for like a week or they would um basically make you eat like salad and beans for for like you know 14 days or whatever which is kind of weird um they're currently being investigated by the FBI for you know child labor and stuff like that and they talked about this one girl that she worked at you know one of the restaurants and she was like really really sick and it's at a certain point like she couldn't walk so they just put her in this restaurant and they put her at this you know whatever station she was at making food and they just put a chair there for her and like they wouldn't take her to the hospital or anything because they didn't believe in western medicine and stuff like that and the girl ended up dying from like some curable cancer that if she would have went to the hospital you know when she first knew about it that she would, you know, she'd be alive today. So that's like another thing that the FBI is investigating them about. Yeah, they, that truth and lies thing, they got all kinds of, all kinds of strange stuff on that one. And that's made by ABC, which is, I find that kind of weird. You know, I, of course, again, haven't had cable in two years. It just, this stuff I pick up on Hulu, and um, yeah, all that stuff's pretty, pretty. To me, it's pretty interesting. Still don't understand how Jim Jones can get 900 people to drink Kool-Aid. Whatever. Anyway, that's about it for the show this week. Uh, no, it wasn't very much Diablo. See you guys all next week, hopefully, and hopefully I get more, more Diablo. Hopefully we get more news or something, you know. I don't know. The season just started, and, you know, I'm not, not too into this season. That makes it a kind of a bummer to, um, you know talk about a Diablo show, but hopefully we get news soon, whether it be Diablo Immortal or Diablo 2 Remastered or Reimagined or Resurrected or anything else that starts with a re. Yeah, other than that, yeah. You've been listening to episode 270 of the Shattered Soulstone. 
your Diablo community podcast. Miss an episode, you can find the show's blog, plus through the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. With your support, you can help the show grow, become a Patreon today. Patreon.com slash Soulstone. Come join us in-game or in-game community and clan both named Shattered Soulstone or open to anyone who would like to join. Yeah, Rona's always looking for somebody to join his parties. You can also join us on Discord for the ultimate team and community-based experience. Find the Discord invitation link on the Twitter and Facebook page, as well as the Shattered Soulstone website. The show is powered by you, the listener. Send your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show with ShatteredSoulstone.com. Where's Ritzy at at this point? I haven't seen him even playing Diablo Classic in a while. We love Twitter. Come join and tweet with us. You can find the show's Twitter at Shattered Stone. You can find Dead Greed at Dead Greed 1812. You can find me at Shazam081. We'd like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawn Forge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawn Forge at www.thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, over 2.6.9 episodes for your listening pleasure. Dawn Forge. This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020.